0: Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. I am Dave home and you are listening to the home of world football here in Southern California, ESPNLA 710. Unfortunately, Southern California is the home of the worst team in Major League Soccer. My LA Galaxy, as they prove it once again. This entire season has been one hold my beer tweet after another. Oh yeah, you think we're really bad? Hold my beer, let's wait for the next game. We'll show you what really bad is. And the LA Galaxy do it again to Atlanta United in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium 4-0. And all the goals came in the first half of that disgusting display by my LA Galaxy. Disgusting. I want to throw right out to you 877-710-ESPN. Have we seen it this bad? Look, here's the thing about the LA Galaxy. I can put up with losses. I cannot put up with horrific play constantly week in, week out. The same mistakes, worse mistakes, dumber mistakes, unacceptable. We're 29 weeks in 29 games in or whatever it is. I want the season to be over as soon as possible. It is one hold my beer tweet after another. Oh, you thought we were bad? We'll show you bad. They are a mess. No two ways about it. 877-710-ESPN, you want to hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Frustrations abound, and why wouldn't they? Siggy Schmid, we thought he might be the answer to turn around. Kurt Alfo's kind of sitting somewhere quietly collecting his paycheck for the year laughing. He's kind of chuckling. Yeah, it wasn't Kurt Adolfo. You want the stats on Siggy Schmid from my buddy at the corner of the Galaxy, Josh? How about this? Siggy has coached the Galaxy nine games this year since he came. They've been shut out six times. They've scored five goals. And in nine games, they've given up 19 goals. 19. Now, since they signed Michael Ciani, that that 33-plus-year-old defender, yeah, how about eight goals in two games? Jermaine Jones, nice work, Mr. Veteran. Gets a red card for lashing out. I'll tell you this much, Jermaine Jones, if I was the general manager of the Galaxy, today would not be getting on the plane home with us. You're cut, you're gone, you're done. You do not wear the LA Galaxy jersey again if I'm the Galaxy of the GM or if I have anything to do with the uh, the... the Galaxy, if I'm the GM of the Galaxy, if I have anything to say about it, he's not getting on the plane with me back home. After that disgusting display. You're cut, you're released, whatever you want to call it in MLS, you're done. And then you got guys hustling all game long, even even in these situations. I'm going to praise somebody through this mess. His name's Roman Alessandrini. Guy doesn't quit. Does he always play great? Of course not. Has he been very good this year? You bet. In a horrific situation. Stay the course, Roman. I'm speaking right to him now. I know he listens. Now he'll have to hear the podcast, which you can catch on iTunes, because they just played a game, and he's going to be one of the guys on the plane coming back to L.A. Stay the course, Roman. I'm speaking right to you, buddy. Things will get better for this team, and he'll be a part of that, and he has to be. He's a player. He's a soccer player, Roman Alessandrini. He gives it his all, even when this disgusting display is going on around him. And Jermaine Jones, you know better. You're done with it. Di- you're dead to me on the Galaxy. I don't want him wearing my kit again. It was a bad signing. yes. But you always knew Jermaine Jones, at least you thought you did, was going to keep his head and play hard. And he's had enough. Jermaine Jones looks like a dude who's done. Well, you know what then? You're done. Can't be pulling this junk anymore. I'm tired of it. But the LA Galaxy, here's the thing that bothers me so much. This can be fixed. And it can be fixed quickly in MLS. This team can get right back to winning, but they need the attitude that we can do it. And they've got to make the right moves. And I'm, I'm scared because this season has fallen to pieces. Contrast that with Atlanta United. Got to sp- spend a few seconds here speaking a good word about an expansion team. An expansion team. We heard it on the ESPN broadcast. They are the 25th. Highest average attendance team in the world. Let that sink in. We know Real Madrid and and Barcelona and Bayern Munich and everybody always telling me about how MLS sucks and nobody cares. Atlanta United is the 25th most attended soccer franchise on the planet. That includes the Premier League. For all you people who fall all over, to watch Bournemouth at 4.30 in the morning here on the Pacific Time Zone. That includes everybody. Atlanta United is averaging over 40-plus thousand a game, an expansion team. And they ran us off the pitch. Miguel Almiron in the third goal. You remember that one tonight? If you hadn't seen it, oh, it's laughable with Michael Ciani. Look, he's trying. Miguel Almarone ran by the 34, 34, 33, whatever-year-old defender like he was standing still. And then chipped the keeper, John Kempen, who managed to get a hand on it, by the way. John Kempen, for all the goals he's allowed, is not playing that bad. Miguel Almarone made Michael Ciani look like me out there defending. A 47-year-old, bad-hipped, broken-down stiff Now, Siani apparently has two good hips, but they didn't work. It doesn't matter. The Galaxy are leaking goals. And just absolutely, you'd think they've given up, but not everybody has. There's some guys out there fighting. It's just not working. It's just that kind of year. Contrast that with Atlanta United. Scoring goals for fun. Pouring in goals between Almiron and Josef Martinez and Yamil Assad, and all oh, the list goes on and on. I was talking to Mario Rees, my fearless producer here. Atlanta United's bench is so deep. I mean, it's not even comparable. They got guys coming off the bench I'd kill for right now. And the Galaxy are lost. The danger of it is you can fix this team quickly. The danger of it is this franchise might be lost, and you don't want to be lost for too long. Because that gets tougher and tougher to overcome in a league that's getting better and better and better. Toronto FC, a team I love. They got run off the pitch by Montreal tonight. 5-3, I think, was the final. And it wasn't even that close. It was like 5-1 at one point, I think. There are some very, very good teams in MLS. And the Galaxy are not one of them, to be sure. And how are we going to fix this? Well, it it can be done. I've talked about it a couple of weeks ago. But it just keeps getting worse and worse now. Sometimes you got to go through this mess, right? Sometimes your best and favorite sports franchise has to go through the darkness to get onto the other side. And I know that sounds so cliche and all that, but this is the darkness. This is the darkest time I've seen. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776, the number if you want to get involved. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Follow me there. Don't forget... The podcast comes out almost immediately after the show. It's on iTunes. Sign up for it. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you so much. We're blowing up there. I appreciate it. We need more of it, though. We need more subscriptions, ratings, reviews. I can take it. If you hate me, I get it. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I mean, you're ridiculously stupid if you hate me and uh, don't like what I do. I mean, come on. I'm the best there is. But I can. I get it. I'm not for everyone. But this has to stop with My L.A. Galaxy, my L.A. Galaxy, which means I have to take some responsibility as a fan. We can't allow this to go on. And one thing I do love, one thing I do love about My L.A. Galaxy are its fans. We are diehards. But I'll tell you what, we don't put up with it. We know. Galaxy fans know what's going on. And they're not going to put up with it. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. We'll start off with Aaron, who's in Long Beach. Aaron, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Dunham. What's going on?
1: Hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah, this this Galaxy team is a, is a total rebuild. I, I mean, I almost feel sorry for Siggy Schmidt having taken over this. They got to rebuild and they got to rebuild fast. Starting with the center backs. I know Siani's not an answer. I think Pisteris and Romney need to probably need to go back to being backup guys. Um, Joel Pedro probably is a good piece to build in the center with maybe Jonathan dos Santos, but yeah, and you're right. Roman Sandrini is a great, has been a great winger. Boateng's been doing a good job, but yeah, they that whole the, the the core there has to be rebuilt. And Siggy probably needs to also get a better goalkeeper coach because Diop and uh, role were definitely not doing it this year. Kempin looks like he's doing all right, but.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a position that needs upgraded, but it's not our worst thing if John Campin is the starting goalkeeper. I agree, and I agree with you, Aaron. It's all about defense right now in terms of the first priority is defense. Except for we need a striker that uh, that uh, the Dos Santos brothers can link up with. We have to have a true designated player type of striker yeah. in there, and uh, unfortunately, that just may not happen because we don't have the DP spot to do it with. So. I mean this. This is some serious issue here. Uh, clearly, Jossie Zardes is not the answer, and I like Jossie. I, you know, I, I still think he can be productive, just not as that number one guy up front. You know, we have to get a guy who's banging in goals for fun. We need a twenty goal score. Now, that's easier said than done.
1: I, I agree, and the, I think the other the problem is that you're stuck with either one of two problems: you either keep Jossie and get rid of Giovanni Giovanni Dos Santos because. We don't have a Robbie Keane or a Landon Donovan type player who can give Giovy the ball and make it easy, let him score 16 easy goals like he did a couple of years yep. ago. He, you need, it. I mean, G- Giovanni who seems to work well when he has somebody to work with. Landon was good at creating space for him, for himself and for other players to make them better. Same thing with Robbie Keane. They could do, they could do a good job of making the players around them better. I'm not seeing that yet with Giovanni, and hopefully that's something that can happen, but. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough spot because I think that, in a way, this, yeah, this 2017 Galaxy team was an austerity package.
0: Yeah, when you, absolutely. When you, have so
1: many, when you have so many guys who were basically Galaxy 2 players, and they're, yeah, I'm not trying to knock on the Galaxy 2. They're great. Those are great guys, but they're great when they're coming in and playing maybe only 500 to 1,000 minutes a season. Yeah, Not asking guys like Caleb Smith and Bradley Diallo to put in 1,500 to 2,000 minutes and asking them to do all. To do yeah. what, what they need to be
0: done. There's a reason there was a two behind the name of the team they played for. I totally agree. Aaron in Long Beach, that's good stuff there. Thank you so much. You want to take up that phone line? It's 877 710 ESPN. 877 710 ESPN. And uh, also on Twitter, at Soccer, more of your reactions still to come. The Galaxy are in an absolute mess right now, and what needs to be done about it? I will share with you more of my thoughts coming up. It's Soccer Weekly on the home of world football here in Southern California, ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Dunholm, and I am sick, sick at what happened to my LA Galaxy in Atlanta. And you just heard it right there. Adrian Healy and Alejandro Moreno on the call on ESPN2 of four consecutive Atlanta United goals in the first half it was all they need playing a 10-man LA Galaxy after Jermaine Jones once again lost his head like a petulant child in that first half and got a red card disgusting display 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 fired up and I'm tired of being fired up about my LA Galaxy not getting the job done look this is a a lost season we got to work towards 2018 and rebuild we know this the Galaxy knows it Chris Klein knows it no question we have got to rebuild Back to the phones we go. Will, who's in L.A., has been waiting. Will, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denham. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm ticked off, Will.
2: (laughs) One thought on the Galaxy and one question for you. Um, Thought on the Galaxy. I'm convinced that this team is built for the old MLS. Um, And that was a league that was more physical, but frankly not a, a, a league that was played at the pace that we're playing at today. And... Not a league that had the depth of talent. You had a few talented players, primarily DPs on each team, but the, the difference in talent between those players and the other players on the team was significant. And that's not the case anymore.
0: You are 100% right, Will, in both of those. In both of those instances, what Will's talking about, he is absolutely right. If I'm rebuilding the Galaxy, you have to, first of all, get faster defensively. I I don't know Michael Ciani. He might be the nicest man in the history of the world. He's not up to MLS level right now. Who was watching him that thought he was? Bottom line, absolutely. and 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 you're absolutely right. That fends or that feeds off of the older, slower, tougher kind of that is just not going to work in this. Tata Martino is a brilliant coach. Will he has got this team playing the new version of MLS style of football, and it is unbelievably difficult to stop with the type of talent the L.A. Galaxy has put out on the field. That's just the bottom line. You're 100% right. Where do we go from here, Will? What is the move, the first move the L.A. Galaxy must make? I, you have to rebuild the center of defense. And it's
2: not just speed in terms of how quickly how quick the players are, it's how quick they think. Speed of play, that's it's exactly right. They, yeah. um, I think the, the, the my question is... An Arsenal question: Do you think Arsenal today are actually a better team with their two talented players, most talented players, Ozil and Sanchez, not on the field?
0: Uh, no, no, they are not. But uh, it it appears that way at times. Will, thank you for the phone because this is a dysfunctional organization, Arsenal. They just are, and it's be in a weird way. Arsenal to me represents something that's kind of old school too. Now, not what Will was talking about with MLS, but it's like your arsenal seems to be afraid of their own success. It's kind of holding them back just enough. They're, they're just good enough that you don't want to make that big move. Right. It's kind of like, well, as a business, well, we're making some profit here. We're just good enough, but I'm afraid to expand. I'm afraid to move into new territories. I'm afraid to try that new product that we've been working. You know, they just are unwilling to take that next step. If you're Arsenal, and that's a dangerous thing. Now, it's different than from what Will and my Galaxy are doing, but yeah, Arsenal to me, they're uh, yes. You cannot say Mesut Ozil and Sanchez don't help them, except for. Because they're so dysfunctional, we don't know what's going on with it. Well, Sanchez, rumors flying around wanting to leave—that's never a good thing. So it could cause them problems on the pitch. But those guys are so talented. This thing should have worked out far better for Arsenal. And maybe that's what—well, not maybe. That's why I say Arsene Wenger has to go. You've got to start taking a new approach to that. If you're if you're Arsenal, take chances. Don't be so worried about it. Ron is in Delano. You're next up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, Ronel?
3: Hey, Dave. Tell Javon to turn that plane around and fly to South America. <laughs> and to recruit in South America. I'm tired of him going to Europe.
0: Boy, I tell you what, look at what Atlanta United has done with those young South Americans. That I, and I may not disagree with you. It's kind of the reason I started looking, Ron for the next striker for the Galaxy. And I started in South America. And with my scouting, with my own personal scouting and a couple of people that I talked about a few weeks ago who are based in South America and play over there. And one of them in Peru and another one who's an Argentine that plays in the Venezuelan First Division. These are the kind of guys you got to go get and you got to get them cheaply, which you can. We saw that with the the Central American superstar, Carlos Rees. We got him under Siggy Schmidt when he was 22. And look what happened with him. Maybe the Galaxy could hire you to go to South America and do
3: some recruiting for
0: us. From your lips. From your lips, Ronnell, to uh, Chris Klein's ears and AEG's ears, thank you for the phone call. Absolutely. I got no problem with that. I'm on the next plane if they need it. If they're my Galaxy. I love them. And when I criticize, it's, like, it's painful. But I have to tell the truth here on Soccer Weekly. I'm not going to back down from that. I'm not going to sugarcoat this and soft-soap it because they're the team that I love. And if you know me, well, you know what I'm about to say. If you're just joining me here on Soccer Weekly, presented by Puente Hills Toyota, get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, puentehillstoyota.com. If you're just finding the show here and you're like, hmm, I'm intrigued. I don't really even like soccer, but this dude's good. This show is entertaining. Well, of course it is. But I'm going to tell you something. Here's my hierarchy. 1A, 1B, 1C. The Cavaliers, the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Indians, guess where I'm from. Those are my favorite teams in the world, except for, number one, the L.A. Galaxy, who just barely notches above them. That's how much I love my L.A. Galaxy. And it pains me to have to tell you the truth here. Absolutely pains me. But the truth is, we're the worst team on the pitch in MLS. I know what we did to Colorado recently. They're bad. They are. We have been playing as bad as I've ever seen And that's including the rude Hoolan era, which we all lived through, or most of us did. Unacceptable, whatever, all these cliches, all these superlatives I keep having to hurl at my L.A. galaxy, I'm tired of it but it's what we have to put up with this year. This year is done. It's over. It's dusted. This may not even be the worst we see for the rest of the year. That's how scary it is. It's over. This season is gone. It is a waste. It's a throwaway. And if we don't learn the lessons we need to learn, and if we don't make the moves that the Galaxy must make, because in MLS, thank goodness you can turn it around quickly, right? This is not the Premiership. It's not La Liga. It's not the Bundesliga where you're just begging to maybe crawl into a mid-table spot if you're a poor team. The Galaxy can win in 2018 and win big, I believe it fully, because of the way MLS is set up and the way the LA Galaxy are set up as an organization. It can be done. Speaking of setting up an organization, coming up, talking with LAFC GM and Executive Vice President John Thorrington going to join me right here. I'm Dave Dunham. You are listening to the home of world football here in Southern California. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. I am Dave DeHolme, and you are listening to the best football show on the planet. And it's about passion. That's what this sport is about, and I will not apologize for that. There are times, though, you have to step back and just for just a moment and acknowledge something bigger than world football, and that is uh, sometimes what happens in uh, you know nature and things like that. Liga MX has uh, postponed their matches due to the earthquake, that horrific earthquake in the Mexico City area. And uh, we uh, want to send our prayers to uh, the Mexico City area and all the people affected by that earthquake there. And, of course, that is a a proper move by Liga MX to do that uh, after that uh, devastating tragedy there with so many uh, countless lives affected. And uh, we do want to remember that. And, uh, obviously, again, our prayers go out to them. Now, uh, in terms of soccer, yeah, it's not the most important thing in the world, but it's important. We'd like to talk about it here. And if you want to join me, it's 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We still have so many things to get to when it comes down to our LA Galaxy getting a lot of response, not only on the phones, if you want to join me there, or on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. And uh, getting a lot of great uh, stuff coming on through there. I want to uh, mention this and a few of them. We got one from Chris, who I, I love here, at Zero cool 138 said, we're still talking about the possibility of unlocking "quote unquote" Gio's ability. If Barca, Tottenham, Villarreal, and Ipswich couldn't, why can we? Well, you know, let's be realistic, Chris. I don't, I don't disagree with your, your kind of your sentiment. You're frustrated, but it's not as though Gio dos Santos hasn't performed for the LA Galaxy. Uh, you know, not every time, no. And this season's been a wash. It's been terrible, but it's not as though Gio wasn't superb for us before now you can say no he wasn't it was this guy carrying him well surrounded by talent he looked pretty darn good let's not completely give up on that and it's one of the tweets i had uh, on this side of the pod at ynwac85 i'll never walk alone if la who gets managed out of this season free up dp space and get rid of geo keep his brother release jj jossie Well, not all of them, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, Jermaine Jones would not be on the plane back from Atlanta if I were running the LA Galaxy. Here's your ticket for another flight, Jermaine. You're cut. We're releasing you. After just yet another boneheaded move in that game, getting that red card for no good reason. For no good reason. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the sentiment, and I know Andrew just uh, tweeted about the sentiment that Gio is not trying. I don't see that. I actually see he and Jonathan working very hard. It's just it's not working. That doesn't mean I don't want those guys around. Remember, this is a wasted season. You cannot, and I know this sounds crazy. You're hearing me scream about my LA Galaxy each and every week. But remember, you have to sometimes pull back a little bit. You actually cannot overreact to these type of things either. There is the danger of that, and that's what means what is being smart about it. When you're rebuilding a team, when you're reconfiguring a team, you cannot also overreact sometimes. This is a bad season that is, keeps getting worse, and I know it's partially injuries. It's just, it's been horrible. You must react if you're my LA Galaxy. You cannot overreact. Remember that. And there are players on this team you can build around. And build successfully. Absolutely. on this ro- Still on this roster. No doubt. There are guys that you can rebuild and rebuild quickly with. Because the Galaxy can win next season. 100% I believe that. This is MLS. This is not the premiership. Where if you're Bournemouth, you're stri- struggling to survive. Burnley, you're giddy if you're mid-table. Swansea, forget about it. We just want to stay up so we can keep cashing those checks. We got no shot. Galaxy always are playing for championships and can get right back to that next season. Not going to be easy. Got to make the right moves. I know a lot of people are skeptical and worried that this current front office may not be the the men to do that. But this team can turn it around Immediately. I want to go back, and I started to talk about it with Atlanta United, but i got to mention Tata Martino. I mean, look, you can talk all you want about talent, no doubt. Something tells me, you driving on the 405, or you stuck in traffic on the 105 right now, or the 710, you could probably coach Barcelona to a pretty good finish every year. Yeah, they're loaded, I get it. Okay, Phil Jackson, always with the Michael Jordan and the Scottie Pippen and all the talent he had, and then with the Lakers. And Yes, I get it. You need talent. And Tata Martino went out and got it, as did Carlos Bocanega, Bocanegra, the guy who is running Atlanta United, essentially the general manager. They went out and got it. No doubt. But you cannot also discount what Martino has done with that team. Really, from minute one, this is an expansion team. Don't forget that. And they are far superior to most clubs in MLS right now. Not just the Galaxy, which everybody's superior to us. He has done an amazing job. And it just goes to show, it does, in MLS specifically, what a coach can do for you contrast that with just a few days ago when new england revolution fired jay heaps what did he do i'm sorry everybody gets up in arms all of a sudden there's so many journalists and fans of teams who get up in arms when a coach is fired oh what is this going to do this isn't going to change anything it's a it's an organization well you know it's a professional sport if a coach has been sucking wind you got to fire them sometimes sorry you got to get results but, man, has Tata Martino done a great job. Oh, here we go. Good gracious. I'm waiting for a different kind of call, and then this this Yahoo calls in. Do we have – do I have – all right. Hello, soccer hater Al. Welcome to Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. What's up? Hey, Dave. For once, I have some
3: constructive, uh, I guess, criticism or ideas for you. I really – Oh, Good. I think you'll thank me after this game. Oh,
0: actually. excellent. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. we're turning a corner here with soccer
3: hater Al. All right, let's go. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. Uh. I, mean, I, I basically found a way to fix soccer. Oh, I mean, here we go. watching it. Oh, so, boy. He, here's, what, here's what you do. All right. One, scoring, right? It's a problem. I mean, I, I, everybody thinks it's a problem, right? You've got to increase scoring. So we've got to get some three-pointers and two-pointers in there. Two, you've got to let the guys use their hands. It, it's ridiculous. They can only use their feet. It doesn't make any sense. Three, get it off of grass, play it indoors on a hardwood court, and instead of a big 10 foot goal, make it like a hoop with a backboard. <laughs> oh, wait, it's basketball. We already fixed soccer we already fixed it dave it's called basketball that's what america's contribution to the world is you want to hang on to this dying sport this third world country vestige of a of a game it's ridiculous
0: (laughs) dying sport he's adorable soccer hater al beat it red card get him out of here we already fixed it it's basketball (laughs) that's terrible do yourself a favor. Do not follow at SoccerHaterAl on Twitter. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. Don't search him out, and don't go follow his ridiculous soccer-hating tweets. Don't do it. But do follow me at TalkSoccer. But don't follow at SoccerHaterAl. I'm saving you your, your, some time and, and agita. Just don't do it. Soccer hater, Al. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, the number for you to get involved. We've got so, oh, still rolling on. And I'll tell you what, I told you he's the best I've ever seen when it comes to an American soccer player. And it is no surprise, he's just getting better and better. So much more of that coming up. Soccer Weekly, Dave Denholm and you here on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Dave, down home and you, hanging out, talking the beautiful game here like nobody else does. Here in Southern California, it's the home of world football. Presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out at PuenteHillstoyota.com. Hey, a word of note, LAFC fans especially have been wondering. Uh, we are unable to uh, get GM uh, and Executive Vice President John Thorrington on this week. Looked like something came up, so we apologize for that. He apologized. He'll be on. We're going to try to make sure we can effort that next week, and uh, and we'll get that there. I know I tweeted it out. Wanted to uh, make sure I mentioned that though. Again, that uh, that unfortunately something came up this week, but uh, we'll definitely get on uh, John and keep uh, talking LAFC and the build up. And boy, do they have the pressure on them with Atlanta United doing what they're doing. No doubt about it. We want to keep digging into that eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. And let's go to Simon, who's in L.A. Simon, you're next up with Dave home on Soccer Weekly. What's going on?
1: What's going on, Dave? How are you? Good, man. Good, good. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, I wanted to speak to you and just get your input on uh, the Neymar trade, or the Neymar signing. And I just wanted to see five, six games in, what you thought. You know, I was going to call back when he got traded, but I said, you know, wait, let him develop a little bit. Let's see where he's at. I wanted to take your input and see. Because, you know, I'm a huge Barca fan. I've been a Barca fan since I'm a kid and – I think it was the dumbest move ever, and I just wanted to see what you thought.
0: No, I don't think it is the dumbest move ever. Now, Simon, you're a Barca fan. I can understand where you're coming from. It's got to be frustrating because they were really – I mean that's just such a power trio when you got Suarez, Messi, and Neymar, and without doubt. And Neymar is at the height of his powers now. He's a young man. You could have built around him even beyond Messi. Maybe you know leaving the club and all that. But no, I don't think it was a bad move necessarily. I mean there are some rumblings and some rumors and things going on now with PSG. Boy, that uh, you know if it falls apart with Cavani and all that, I don't know where PSG is going to go. Killing Mbappe looks good. Working with Neymar, I think that's a, a dangerous club. When it comes to the Champions League, and that's really where it's going to come down to for Neymar. Yeah, you're going to yeah. win Liga MX, of course. No of problem. Course.
1: See, see, Dave, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Is He went to Paris at a lower league, a lower standard of football. I mean, at least if you're going to do that, go to England. Go to Germany, even. You're going to go to Paris? Really?
0: Hey, well, the that's, that where the, that's, where, that's where the buildup was. That's where the money was, right? I mean, that's where psg money's at The money's at Manchester City, too. Nah, but Manchester City can't win the Champions League yet. Now, I guess with Neymar, it would be a lot closer. Exactly. You're right about that, Simon. Right. Hey, Simon, I appreciate it. That's great stuff, man. Keep on listening. Keep on calling each and every week here. We appreciate your input. Uh, Mike is in Fontana. Mike, you're next up here on Soccer Weekly. Welcome. Hey. How you doing, Dave? Good, man.
4: Hey. So... I'm a longtime season ticket holder for the Galaxy. And first off, this, uh, this sinking ship has been going down for a couple of years. It goes all the way back to Pinedo. And I'll give you this year that we've had some issues with injuries, but we've also had issues with them cutting corners all the way down to our season ticket uh, uh, perks that they used to give out, to the sweater debacle, to, uh, the, you know, people leaving and uh, sheltering under the, the notion that they're going back for family because they see that this team is failing. Chris Klein has done a miserable job. AEG is, is insane for allowing this to continue to go downhill, especially with LAFC coming up, with football coming into the area. I mean, you would think that they would want to do everything they could to protect their fan base. You know, bringing Siggy and it makes no sense. The team plays with no heart. I know that you seem to promote Dos Santos, but Ashley Cole has pretty much been the, the heart of what's there. Romaine has been all right. But they, they play with no heart. Well, it's so been a complete, complete they've been. Uh, I mean, how do you let everybody go? How does Gordon go away? How does they uh, stuff a couple of years ago? Sarvas controlled the midfield. Let him go. Like it's it's insane. Some they, of the moves that they've done over the past couple of years to build this. You know, I agree with you. It's the worst team on any pitch. In any country right
0: now well, right now it is looking that bad, Mike and Fontana. and I can't disagree with the uh, you know the sentiment that you're not going to sign up for season tickets again. I'm sorry, I understand that thank you. I dropped mine a few years ago now not for so much what was going on in the pitch I mean, but you know I understand the pressure that people can be under when you're spending big money, and if it's not performance you know if the performance is not there, I get it. I can't fault him. I don't want him to do that if I'm, uh, you know, as much as I love my LA Galaxy and Mike is a big fan and you can hear the passion in his voice, you want him to stick with it, he's still going to be a fan. I get that. But you also have to, as LA Galaxy fans, you got to speak. you got to speak with your dollars. And, yeah, that is scary with LAFC right around the corner and doing what they're doing. I hate LAFC's hat and that stinking symbol and oh, that stadium. I hate what LAFC has done with their scarves and their fan club and all that. Oh, man, I hate that it looks so good. That's scary. I'm scared. I'm nervous. And so is LA Galaxy, no matter what they want to say. But that doesn't mean you can't rebuild and rebuild quickly. Look, Sebastian Lejet. that was a big injury. I'm not sitting there telling you he's the best player in MLS. I'm not that stupid. He's not going to tell you that. That was a big injury. Yes, going with L.A. Galaxy 2 on the back line was not smart, and they're paying for that. So it's a wasted year. It does happen in sport. It can happen. Sometimes you got to rebuild. The key in professional sports, whether you're the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Clippers, whoever, the Galaxy, whether you're basketball, hockey, whatever, the key in rebuilding is doing it as quickly as possible. That doesn't put me working at the uh, NASA Jet Propulsion Lab. That doesn't make me a smart guy th- thinking like that, right? Yes, the key to rebuilding in sports is do it as fast as you can. There is no five-year plan anymore in sports. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You've got to rebuild and rebuild quickly. But there are pieces here. Absolutely the Galaxy can win in 2018. without doubt there are apps i just got a tweet i gotta say this and a little break in the show i got a tweet from josh in detroit who says your call screener didn't like my take and hung up on me well done mario reese (laughs) sorry had to break in with some good news that you didn't let josh in detroit back on well done mario we have standards here at ESPNLA 710 and Soccer Weekly. Well played. <laughs> hey, look, everybody's fired up. We keep getting tweets flying in at Talk Soccer. I appreciate that. And uh, keep the conversation going. We'll be talking about this. Believe me, there may be some things that are going on. I'm not saying, no inside information that I'm spreading out here. I'm not a journalist. But let's just be realistic. This ain't going to continue. And the LA Galaxy are a winning organization. They truly are. They're going to get this right again, I believe. And I believe it's time for my favorite segment of the show. And it, of course, is stoppage time. Welcome, the great producer Mario Reese. You Sorry
5: about that, uh, Detroit. I got love for Detroit, but just uh, not. Ah, uh, uh,
0: Josh is a good guy. He understands. Nah, he's he's cool. He's cool. Sometimes you're just not good enough to be on the show. <laughs>
5: All right, Dave, Look, so, man. Uh... This is high
0: quality here. You're not. You're not going to always be in the starting eleven on Soccer Weekly. <laughs> Sorry, my man.
5: Call back next week.
0: Nah, you're not that sorry. That's good, though. Mario Rees, join me here. What's going on?
5: All right, so Sporting Kansas City and the New York Red Bulls are going at it right now in the final of the U.S. Open Cup with the winner claiming $250,000 in prize money and a berth in the 2019 CONCACAF Champions League. Right now it's uh, 2-0. Kansas City is up on New York in the 77th minute. Now, Dave, a lot of people Zero Reese, you're going I'm going to praise you and then you say it's 2-0. 2-0, 2-0. There you go. There you go. Uh, a lot of people since their team is not in the uh US Open Cup, they tend to forget about it. But yeah. this is kind of important, right? It
0: absolutely is. And it's most important. Forget that 250k, you know, that's fine. Teams can use that to buy a couple of more balls, you know, a bag a, a, an onion bag full of soccer balls or something or some new Nike cleat. I get it. But more importantly is that Concacaf Birth in the CONCACAF Champions League that they put out towards the winner. Now, I would kill for that right now if I was the LA Galaxy, for instance. And that is the kind of thing that people cannot overlook. You can't overlook that when you're talking about a competition like the U.S. Open Cup. And to, to the credit of most MLS teams, including the Galaxy, they are taking it more seriously. Now, we just didn't have enough to get you know this far, and these two teams fully deserved it. You saw the run that FC Cincinnati made, right, from the third division. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah, if that they, was fun. Imagine if they'd have won that, Mario. Yeah. A club like that gets that kind of money. Then they get into CONCACAF Champions League for more money. I mean, CONCACAF Champions League is where it's at, because I want to play... In games that matter against the big teams like uh, the uh, jersey Jorge's wearing here, Real Madrid, and, and teams like that, in the in the uh, Club World Cup, and that's the only way you get there is by winning Concacaf Champions League. That is a has to be a mandate for MLS teams. Fifteen Dahoud finds Pulisic, he's in behind Christian Pulisic. It's a super finish. From the US International, and surely now Dormant are going to pick up three
5: points. Christian Pulisic turned 19 just two days ago, and today he scored his 10th career goal at Dormant. Uh, That sound is courtesy of Fox Sports. Keith Costigan on the call. What amazes me most about the uh, kid here is his maturity. He plays well beyond his years, doesn't he, Dave? Mario, you are
0: 100% correct. I have seen it from day one with him, and I was so shocked to see it as a 17-year-old last season. He doesn't look the part. He looks the part of a seasoned veteran, and now he is. Whether he's 19 or 29, this kid has got it. He knows what he's doing, and he just keeps doing it. That goal uh, today was spectacular from Pulisic. After a bit of a rough stretch for him, he bounces back, and that's another sign of a brilliant, brilliant player. This has been a brilliant show. Thank you so much, everybody involved. Mario Rees, Jorge, appreciate that. I'm Dave Denholm, and you have been listening to the best soccer show on the planet at the home of world football. It's Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710.